0: Listen today is a very serious and important day and before I get started today I wanna say a few things. I've got a couple requests and the reason that I'm making the request is so that everyone who is supposed to get what they are supposed to get is able to get it. Now contrary to popular belief the enemy can come into church so you think that you're just being distracted in the world but I'll have you know that Satan has a far greater plan to distract you when you're in the church and the reason that he desires to deal with you and distract you when you're in the church is because that's where the word is going forth that's where the word is going forth. So, before we get started, I want to make sure that everybody is where they're supposed to be. I want to ask that if you, uh, you limit your walking, you limit your walking through service, because we have this, this, this uh, what do you call it, this attention span that only goes for so long, And we can see people walk from one side of the room to the next and we'll be forgetting everything that's being talked about and we'll be watching the person walk across the room and so we want to limit our coming and going as much as possible amen also we want to limit the conversation as much as possible when the sermon is going forth that's why we got phones we can call each other afterwards and talk but God has placed on my heart that, that there are some serious things going on in the body of Christ. And, and the, reason, the reason that these things have been able to take place is because we have not, we have not operated as, as we should. Amen? There's a story, and then I'm going to get into this sermon. I'm going to let you get out of here early. <laughs> There's a, a story. First off, I want to say... Thank you to everybody who participated yesterday in the radio revival, amen. (sighs) We had a good time, amen. (laughs) Amen. There should be a link coming out pretty soon so that everyone can see all of the speakers and the awesome job that they done and the awesome job that the praise team done. And um, I believe that God was pleased yesterday, amen. There's a story of a new pastor. He walks for the first time, he, he's, he's been voted in and uh, he comes and he preaches this sermon for the first time as the new pastor of the church. And he preaches the sermon and everybody goes crazy. Everybody's like, amen. After service, he walks around and he talks and shakes hands with everyone. He's new. He's getting to know everybody comes back the second Sunday and he preaches the same sermon again that he preached last Sunday. And everybody was just kind of like, okay, amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. And after the service, he goes out and he shakes hands and he speaks with everybody in the church and, and he, he leaves and he comes back on the third Sunday and he preaches the same sermon again. Now people are getting a little restless. You know, this ain't what we pay him for. You gotta be careful when you're a pastor because people think they own you. That's why I bless God, I'm God made, not self-made, amen? If I was self-made, I would need y'all, but... Fourth Sunday comes and he preaches the same message. The deacon board and the elders and a couple old ladies grabbed him and took him into the office and said, boy, we know you can preach. We, 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 we saw you on YouTube <laughs> and you done preached a whole lot of different sermons, but, but ever since you've been here, you've been preaching the same sermon. We're just trying to figure out why. The preacher says, every Sunday, I preach that same message. I walk out, I talk to the people and I shake hands and I realize they didn't get it. So I will not be preaching anything new until you first get this. Folk got a problem when you talk about sin. And what I've learned is the only reason why you got a problem with somebody talking about sin is because you might be knee-deep in it. You you ain't got no problem with me talking about, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, Applebee's. You like that. You don't have a problem with me talking about, uh, you know, certain clothing styles. You like that. But I didn't get out of the bed early in the morning, get myself together, drive all the way over here for somebody to make me feel bad about where I'm at. Well, I think that you give yourself too much stock because when I write these sermons, I'm not thinking about anyone. I'm thinking about being pleasing to the Father, amen? Got a couple of emails over the last five years that have stuck in my head. And the emails come from people who no longer go here. And the, and the email said, the email said, get this, it said, we really wish you'd preach about some other stuff. And I said, I'd really wish you'd come out of the stuff that I'm preaching about. Right. Amen. You understand what I'm saying to you? See, when you preach for popularity, you do what everybody wants you to do. Y'all get to shout, y'all get to dance, y'all get to jump up and down, run around the building, going straight to hell. I ain't never understood why somebody that didn't get their bills paid, they ain't got their bills paid always in the club. <laughs> <laughs> I could understand if you got everything paid and then you go into the club, to get, you know, you do a two-step on whatever, but I, I, I've always had a problem with the chick that was always in the club that didn't have a bills paid. You ain't riding with me, mommy. <laughs> Your priorities are distorted. And it's the same in the church. We get in here and And shouting, jacked up. Lexington famous preacher once said one time at one of my anniversary service she sat back and she saw she saw all the foolishness she saw she saw all the foolishness she saw the homosexual on the keyboard she saw the womanizer over on the guitar she saw you understand what she said she saw all types of hell going on in the service to real you'll remember this and, and it, it became famous and she said she said I, I bless God for the preached word I bless God that everybody come out to celebrate past Lyons. but I just want to tell a few of y'all if you're gonna to go to hell go on the a train Don't just kind of go to hell. Just go on to hell if that's what you're going to do. Because you might think because you're doing something in the church that that gives you a pass for the way that you are living, but it does not. So if you're going to go to hell, you might as well go on the A train. Oh, Lord, I feel good today. (laughs) I want to talk to you from a title, a subtitle and a title that says we are letting him play us we are letting him play us and, 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 and it was supposed to be that every time that you walked in here we would give you an index card or a piece of paper and a pen because we wanted you to take notes because I want you to write down where you hear you at And maybe in the, you know, later on in some quiet time or some, some private time, you know, or whatever, you get to sit back and look at the paper and look at where you at and decide that's not going to be where I am anymore. We are letting him play us. Today is probably going to be one of the most important sermons that I've ever preached. Only if you pay attention. See, here's here's the reality. (laughs) Thank you, Holy Ghost. Did you know that you were supposed to come to church, hear the word, read along with the word, so that you know that the preacher ain't lying. Read the word, hear the word, hear the sermon. The Holy Spirit tells you that's on point. And did you know you were supposed to get this, apply it to your lives. You leave. Watch this. There's a formula. You leave here. With what you have applied, watch this not just applied because you can't apply until you take off. Oh, Lord, have mercy! So, 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 you're supposed to, to oh, you know, oh, God, Ugh. take that off, put that on, and then go out and change the world. <laughs> Who knew? You were supposed to hear the word, take where you were in the natural off. Put what you heard from the word on, go out, and change the world. So I got a question. Why everybody in your world still the same? Got a better question. How are you still the same? If I take off a mentality, Lord, have mercy. If I take off a way of thinking... If I take off, you understand what I'm saying to you, if I take that off, then before I even put anything on, there ought to be a notice that something is different. Why? Because I'm, I'm not who I took off anymore. But, but if they don't see the difference in the fact that you're not just who you used to be anymore, what they should see is that you've put something on and it's, it, it's made you new. And, and, and new things catch my attention, especially if I'm connected to them, because, because, because the, uh, the definition for new is uh, something that you have never seen before. So when I begin to see you operating in a way that I have never seen you operate in before, you've got my attention because this isn't a steward that I remember. This is a steward of new. This is something that I've never seen on steward before. And now steward's got my attention. And I want to know, what did you do Just making you new? I could bring the same question out in a negative connotation and say, what are you doing that's making you new? You see the difference in the gameplay, the wordplay right there? You know, what did you do that's making you so new? What are you doing that's making you so new? What are you doing that's making you so new? I can't believe it. You're not the same. You're a greater person. You're a better person. Oh, my God, you encourage me. What are you doing that's so new? Why well, should I listen to you. I ain't nothing about you changed. You feel me? Next Sunday, come down here where you're supposed to be. We don't run from our responsibilities. This sermon is birthed, woman of God, my little sister. This sermon is birthed out of an idea that the Holy Spirit gave me while I was considering, I was being considered to preach at a funeral of a young man that had been gunned down and killed. He'd been gunned down and killed a few short months ago. Literally, literally the title he is playing us dropped into my spirit. Literally. He being the enemy I want to make that clear. He is playing us. And once I realized, once I realized, it, 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 took, it took two days for folk to, to, to go back and forth about if I was going to preach this funeral or not. Because, see, I'm going to tell you something. You got to be careful about when you ask me to do the funeral. Folk mess around and get saved when I do funerals. You understand what I'm saying? Folk, folk come down here and won't fight me while I'm preaching, the, you know, because Pookie ain't going to heaven because you love Pookie. You understand what I'm saying to you? There's too many people here living that need a real word to change their mindsets for me to play games about what really went down and why we're really sitting in here. This is serious. And once I realized that I wasn't going to be doing the eulogy for the family, I, I still couldn't shake the title. A couple of days later the Holy Spirit dropped something else into my spirit and that was that the eulogy that I was going to deliver through the Holy Spirit was going to play a serious part in young people, getting young people to think about how Satan was playing them and in result the murder rate for this group or this age of people was going to go down substantially. Yeah. And this past week all through the week, God has been dealing with me about this sermon. The Holy Spirit said, you're going to have to preach this at your church because Satan is blocking your access to these types of funerals because he knows what the end result is going to be, and he just doesn't want that. Yeah. <laughs> We'd rather them keep dying. <laughs> then some folk get called out. Realest funeral I've ever done. Uh, was of uh, uh, the brother of the, the first guy that I ever baptized, and and his his brother had OD'd on heroin, and he was sitting down here. He was he was young. He was like thirty five years old, and he was sitting down here. and 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 and, and the Lord had told me. Everything in the room going to be upset with you. And they were coming from all over the world. People was coming because of this family. This particular young man was pretty heavy in some things. And, and, and so he came. And so, so the funeral day came. And the mama sat right there. You remember this. And, and I, said, I said, Kev, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I said, you see all these people out here? You see these people? I mean, we, we know we got some rock stars out here. And, 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 and I said, this is going to get crazy. And, and, and so we sat right there. And mama got up right before I did and said, listen here, out of my four children, I've lost three. Due to overdose of violence. She looks at me, she says, I don't know who you are, but I need you to say something that's gonna save somebody. Woo, there it is. Mm. <laughs> and we begin to preach the funeral and they begin to remember they begin to come down here and I had to I had to you know, begin to come down. One dude wanted to fight. He wanted to come down here and I had to cut my mic off and I said this ain't going to end how you think I'm going to touch you with every piece of this building. In the name of Jesus, we have to remember that. <laughs> what, that's what I told him. <laughs> you know, i right my playing with pastor, I ain't always been saved. Whew. As soon as I submitted to this assignment to preach this message today, he changed the title and the content and said, and if anyone hears this message and will check, it will check people at the point where they will become determined to get things right. So they can be a part of a winning generation, they can be a part of winning a generation of children back to him. And and not just winning a generation of children back to him, but also, watch this, uh, to begin a transference of everything the enemy stole, cheated, and lied, and deceived us out of. You know, some of us have been messed up for so long, we actually believe that's the way we're supposed to be. Some of us haven't had a win in so long, we actually believe that maybe it's just our destiny to lose. You always know people like that because they always have a negative attitude. They can always find a problem with something, and they for sure, for sure don't like the people of God. Lord, have mercy. Have you you ever, let me ask you a question, have you ever since being saved sat back and thought about what the enemy has played you out of? See, because I don't believe that while you're in the midst of the hell that you can really think about it all. When I was mad, crazy, getting high and and selling dope and all of these different things, I couldn't really sit in the abyss and understand what all Satan was playing me, how all he was playing me, and what all he was taking from me. But when I got my mind together, anybody ever done that? The Bible says, when you come to yourself. Anybody ever come to themselves and look back on how they thought they was living was right and and had to be real about how it had been destroying them? played you. Played you because we were rebellious. He played us because we were disobedient. He played us because we thought we knew it all. Played us because the money was good. Played us because the sex was on point. He played us. Lord, have mercy. But then, <laughs> when all of that turned on you, you remember what you knew for a fact turned on you? Do you remember when, when, when what couldn't nobody tell you turned on you? Do you remember when you, you remember your mama saying to you, you one day you're going, and it turned on you, and then all of a sudden, all of those conversations of wisdom begin to, to roll down the, the, the surfaces of your mind, and you begin to remember all the times that you was warned When you found out that everything that you truly believed in turned on you and just about made you lose your mind. Because let me tell you something. When you truly believe in something and that something turns on you, you lose your mind. Right. Why? Because you put everything that you was into what you believed. That's why when, that's why when females, you know, we done told them, you know, 20 people told him that he wasn't the one. You spent two years trying to prove them wrong. Three more years understanding that they were right. The healing process takes a little longer. You remember when you were finally able to see that the book of James chapter 1 verses 14 and 15 was true? James chapter 1 verses 14 and 15, the New King James Version says, but each person is tempted when they are dragged, underscore that word, dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. Then after desire has conceived, underscore that word, it gives birth to sin and sin when it is full grown, you will to underscore that word, gives birth to death. All right. All right. You better underscore that word. I, I want to deal with that for a second. Each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. I have a question for everybody in the building. Have you ever been dragged away by your evil desires? All right, all right. See, some, some would be surprised to find out uh, that despite their holier-than-thou attitude, some may operate in that those folk actually got some evil desires. Despite the nice suit or the pretty dress, there's some evil desires married for over 20 years the house paid for the kids are finishing college and and and, and from the outside looking in they perfect but truth be told they, they've they've got some they've got some desires right. this is why paul said in first corinthians uh, 11 and 31 if we would judge ourselves see a lot of us don't judge ourselves because we think we are cute right. a lot of us don't judge ourselves ourselves because we think we got it together right. but can i ask the question how could you have it together and you're not happy? Yes. Kill the game. Mic drop. Them. If they didn't count so much, I'd drop them. If they didn't count so much, I'd drop it. Boom. How can you know everything and not be happy? All right. <laughs> Some of you need to write that down. That's a personal question for about 10 of you in here. How can you know everything? How can you not need the Word of God, the people of God, and you'd not be happy. This is why Paul said in in 11 and 31, if if we would judge ourselves, because if we judged ourselves, if we did it on a regular you know, some regular spiritual inventory over our own lives, we would be able to see what needs restocking and what needs to be thrown out. You know, I said this before, I'm going to say it again. You ever go into the refrigerator to get you some milk and you just love milk and you just down it just to find out it gets halfway down your mouth to, feel, to find out it ain't no good? <laughs> ain't nothing worse than putting something in your mouth that ain't no good. <laughs> ain't nothing worse than putting something in your mouth and finding out it ain't no good huh Uh, pastor said it leaves a taste (laughs) see y'all in my office later on (laughs) just like it ain't nothing worse than needing somebody and at the last minute when everything's on the line finding out they're not who they're supposed to be ever done that Ever had the game on the line? Everything is riding on this, and you find out that who you were supposed to be cool with, who you thought you would never—you want to say—they're not who they're supposed. So you gotta—it comes a time when you gotta know who to throw out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I hope you wasn't clapping so hard because you plan on throwing me out. <laughs> She—that she, was. She had some energy in that clap, didn't she? <laughs> yeah, oh, hey, we, hey, baby, we got something in common. <laughs> that scared me right there. Some, some, some of you. That's <laughs> oh, yes, enough, Lily. Some of y'all are a little too happy. I'm gonna get put out. Guess y'all ain't figured I'm gonna be showing up at y'all's crib. How funny is it then? Listen, some, and some of you may be in a stage where you haven't acted on your evil desire. I'm talking to somebody in here. Because you are still having, watch this, are you ready? Because you are still having fun playing with the mental images of your evil desire. <laughs> Uh-huh. Woo! Hmm. How, how many? There's a whole lot of people drop their head. Y'all better get some better poker faces. You hear me? Listen, listen. <laughs> you are still having fun of... Deal. How many of you, you ever remember when you messed up? But it's really not the mess up that got you. It was before the mess up that got you because you flirted with it before you did it. Yep. And... and, and And everything had big warning signs, no, 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 stay away from, but, but, but I I just, I, I just want, I just want, I just want to touch it. Just want to touch it. Yeah. Am I talking in here? It, 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 It didn't just happen. I just, you know, I just want to. look at it I just want to look at it Bishop I just want to see if it see me <laughs> yeah because it didn't just happen there was some foreplay before the folly oh Lord and, 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 and you have been taken on the mindset, and this is what you were just talking about, you have been taken and you've taken on the mindset that it's nothing wrong with just thinking about it as long as I haven't acted on it. But may I remind you of the words of our Messiah, Jesus the Christ, in Matthew chapter 5, verse 28, when he said, we found him saying, but I say to you, That everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery in his heart. (laughs) Oh Lord. I, I got to do it. I got to do it. I ain't never heard you do it before in my life. She said, that's rough. <laughs> okay. That <laughs> just took me off. My took me over. Listen, listen. Catch this right here. Catch this right here. And I'm not trying to mess with Scripture, but, but in in any sense, and I'm not trying to do that. I'm not trying to finagle Scripture. And and those that do go ought to go to hell. Let him be accursed is what the apostle said. If anybody tries to change what it is that we have preached to you, so I'm not trying to mess with the Scripture. But when I read that Scripture, I couldn't help but believe that the lust that we find in our hearts is not always pertaining to sex. But I'm gonna help you out though. But if every time I say lust, you think about sex, sex might be your problem. Yeah, yeah. That's it. See, because I, I got some say filled with the Holy Ghost people in here that when I say lust, they don't just assume sex. All right. But when I say lust, if automatically sex comes to mind... That might be your issue. Watch this. And it don't make no never mind that you married. You can still have an issue with lust because truth be told, a lot of people thought that if I get married, that will stop my issue with lust. But now you're married and lust fall. Now you're lustfully married. All right. All right. All right. And don't let opportunity and desire be in the same room. Oh, Lord, have mercy. In fact, a definition that I found for lust says, lust is defined as a strong desire for something or someone. Lust is a strong desire for something or someone. Ladies, let's make a point. Can I, can I use the ladies right here today? Is that all right? <laughs> That's my daddy. Amen. <laughs> Ladies, let me. Maybe, maybe you can help me out. Have you ever been shopping and seen an outfit or some shoes or whatever and, and had a strong desire for them, though you didn't have the money for it? And, and, and let's tell the truth and shame the devil. And, and, and even though you didn't have the money for it, you had some money. Let's distinguish the two. I, I don't got... <laughs> some of you brothers might not want to celebrate. DJ is a boss. He said here like this, I'm not gonna crack a smile under this mask. I got a dinner waiting for me at home. So, you young and married, you over laughing all out. <laughs> boy, boy, you gotta quit playing. <laughs> so, so, I wanna differentiate the two. You, you, you got some money, but you don't got no money for the shoes. All right, all right. Oh, Lord. Let, <laughs> let me make it a little more plain. You, you, you may not have had the money for the shoes, but you did have the electric bill money. Y'all ain't being real with me in here. I can see it on some of y'all. And, 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 and you looked at the shoes and you wanted them. <laughs> but, 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 but I, and then you get to thinking, but, but I don't have the money, you thought. And, and, and then again, you, you looked at the shoes again. Then you felt your purse. Right in the place where the money is, Lord, have mercy. I, I like him, but i don't I don't have the money and, and, and the next thing you know, for whatever reason, you're, you're asking the salespeople, do they have your size? Right. <laughs> you ain't took your hand off your purse yet. You asking them do they, do, they, do they got your size And and and, and and, and if they have your size, even though y- you don't have no money, you find out that they have your size, and they, <laughs> and, they, and they look on you just like you thought they would. And you know what you get to thinking, I'm going to kill them with these. I'm going to kill them with these. They ain't, mm, mm, I'm about ready to slay. <laughs> Oh, Lord, how mercy. Woo. Hand on that purse. Now, 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 the hand that went from on the purse to in the purse. Uh-huh. And then you begin, that lust begins to get heavy. You begin to think, these shoes won't even take all the bill money. I ain't got to replace all of it. Just what I ain't got my continuance yet. <laughs> <laughs> got ten days before they give the continuance. Am I talking in her <laughs> 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 extension? That's what it is. Exten- I holler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Extend. <laughs> <Woo. laughs> <laughs> that, that, that stimulus might be in before. <laughs> you got them shoes watching the news. Come on, Biden. Come on, baby. Get it passed. Get it passed. <laughs> Checking the IRS number five times a day. You look good, but you spooked. <laughs> <laughs> lust heavy. Now you're on the phone trying to get some backup. Just in case you walk out the store with them shoes you know you can't afford. So, so, so now you really don't care. Now you're in a place that you really don't care about whose peace you disturb. As long as what you get what you got your eyes on. Let me say that again because that, that'll help you through the week. You really don't care about Disturbing nobody else's peace as long as you get what you got your eyes on. Right. Oh, Lord, we got to be careful about that. Amen. This, this is why Jesus had such a radical approach about sin, uh, because he knew that sin would always cost us more than what we were really able to pay. And so, and so, and so, and so you, so now you own the, you, your sister or your friend tells you, you know, they can loan you the money for the bill and, 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 and you have just fallen into sin you got the shoes, you, got, you, you know you're okay, the bill's going to get paid, but you've just now fallen into sin. Lord, have mercy. And you might know, and here's the thing, they know you're after the shoes. You can tell your sisters and your friends why you need the money. They know that you're after the shoes, but, but the problem is, the problem is when you, you see, you know who to call. You know who to call, and and, and, and because they the same way, they don't see a problem with it. But the Word of God says, oh, no man but to love them." But you bought those shoes, you borrowed that money, you find yourself in sin. You look good, but you're in sin because your lust was out of control. Yeah, yeah. Every time you trick that paper and have to go buy something and have to go borrow something because you tricked, you are in sin. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Right. Hallelujah. Did he just say tricked in church? Y'all say it out there? <laughs> My pastor said tricked. I got to find me a new church. <laughs> Get this, get this. <laughs> that was the command, to owe no man but to love him. But your lust for the shoes, for the purse, men lust for the cars, trucks and Jordans the same way. And so, and so we understand the lust doesn't always mean in accordance with sex and lust of any kind will most likely always end you up in sin. Yes, sir. Let's go back. We're almost done. I promise. Let's go back real quick to, to James 1, 14 and 15 but each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed then after the desire has conceived it gives birth to sin and sin when it is full grown gives birth to death so so you have to be careful about not to uh, uh, not allowing your evil desires to drag you away from what you know is right, and and let me say this: the word of God says that I have hid the word in my heart that I may not sin against you. Now the word of God also tells us that above all else, guard your mind. We 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 know uh, uh, guard your heart, but we know that the heart translates into the word mind. So so I have hid your word in my mind that I might not sin against you at and at, at, at the. And and, and the same time, in the same mind, I have hidden your word. In I, that same mind, I'm going to guard everything in that mind. You understand what I'm saying? Above everything else, and I'm going to do this because my mind has something precious as well as vital in it. What what, what does it have in there? It has the Word. It has God's Word. Why is it so important? Because God's Word in my mind is set up doing many things, but but, but the most important job that the Word is doing in my mind is is, is giving me a defense. The, The Word in your mind serves as a defense mechanism against sin because if sin or wrong thinking gets in the mind, it messes up everything else God has for you. Stand up. I don't want nobody to say that I'm chauvinist. Stand up. <laughs> Come on over here, woman of God. All right. Now, I'm the president. This is what the Lord showed me this morning. Come on over here. Get around. you going to let me get shot? I'm the president. <laughs> now, I'm coming out. And every time the president goes somewhere, we're going around there. We're going to walk around this thing, okay? We're going to walk around past uh, prophetess and first lady. Go ahead. Get behind me right here. You, you right there. You, and y'all supposed to be shielding me. Y'all supposed to be, I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe. <laughs> Stuart, come here. Come here, Stuart. Mm-mm. 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 You was going to shoot me. I, I, need you, I need you right here. All right. All right. Now, Now, every time the president goes out, wherever he goes, he's got some security. When he stops, I stop. They stop. When I start going, that's right. When I stop, they they stop and get closer to me. So I'm going, and I'm going, come on, let's go. Y'all going to get me killed. Mm. Y'all going to get me killed. And I stop, and they get closer to me. I'm ready to go again. And I'm walking. I'm walking. Now, 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 Lily, get up and shoot a shot at me. Get up and shoot. When I come around here, you think you got me, you shoot the shot. Go ahead. But see, Stu's saw. Go keep walking, y'all. Stu's Stu what's What you do, Stu? You, that's right. Die for me. I'm the one with the word. So he, he's trying to, sh- Lily's trying to shoot me with wrong. Watch this. She's trying to shoot the president, but she can't because I'm blocked. If, if you kill me, Lord have mercy, we got problems because I'm the leader of the free world. Yeah. Watch this. We, we, we got to be careful because sometimes Satan will take a shot at the individual with a free mind. Yeah. Yeah. Watch this. And, 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 if, and if I was to get shot, Lord have mercy, if you shoot me in the head, the body going to fall off. Now the problem, let's keep walking, my detail. The problem with some of us, supposed to be in the back, I ain't gonna tell you no more. <laughs> you gotta get fired off the of detail. Right. The president fire you, you can't get no job. Right. Now the, the problem, the problem with us, as the leader, you ever seen our movies without the president? And the president, you know, he's always trying to what? Get away on his own. I'm preaching in here. Yeah. Every now and then he he slips the detail. <laughs> the problem with the let's go I'm walking. The problem with the detail and you with your free mind, free of what? Free of sin, is just because your mind is free of sin don't mean your mind don't see things. Uh-huh. <laughs> Now, she ain't my wife today. She just shorty this fly. Now, my free mind. Then saw something. I'm going. I'm walking. I'm walking. That's what that word do for you. See here. That's my wife. But I seen something. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. See, at free mind. See, so, so we have to guard the mind above all things because in it is the word, and the word operates as a defense mechanism for us. And as long as I got a word, I can't get in sin. You, you understand what I'm saying to you? As long as I got a word in my mind, I can't get around to what ain't mine in the first place. All right. All right. Amen. All right. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Appreciate you. <laughs> Miriam didn't take it real. She said, good block. <laughs> it's illustration. <laughs> do, do you understand that? Do you get that? All right. See, see, and, and here's, here's the problem. Here's, here's what we always forget. Here's what, okay, this ain't even in my notes, but this is what he's telling me to tell you. Listen, listen, listen. You want that thing to block you. That's right. No matter how good you know what you're after going to be. Because it's only going to be good for that moment. Right. It's wrong for a reason. That's right. That's good. Good. I will not fornicate, he tells us don't fornicate in the Word of God, right? Oh, oh we hate that one, don't we? But, but, but what about, okay, so what if, what if you would have not fornicate? Let me ask you something. If you would have kept that law, where would you be today? Can we talk about it? And, 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 and breaking just that law, that, that command right there. Just put your hands in there. Just break, and men too. Didn't that just, how much hell did that cause? How many of you did it cause a little hell? Just breaking that one. And, but, and, but here's the thing. We know it causes hell, but we'll still do it. Because we have, we have trained ourselves to desire pleasure more than power. Let me get you out of here. Okay. Satan is a terrorist trying to kill your free mind. All right. we get this, but each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own de- evil desire and enticed. Come here, Kevin. Kevin's like, why wow, always me? Get some weight on you. I won't have to call on you. <laughs> He's the easiest one I can handle. What's the key word in what I just in the scripture I just read? Drag. Remember, I told you to, under, to underscore drag, right? Do you know why you are being dragged by your evil desires? Because there's something on the inside of you that has a rela- before I formed you in the belly, I knew you. <laughs> so, so I have relationship with you, though you might not have relationship with me. Oh God. And so watch this, so, so I've got to, I want you to give me some resistance. So, so, so watch this, this is, why, this is why you don't just say, sin, take me, I'm yours. This is why you put up a little fight. Because what's deep down on the inside, the relationship that God has with you, though you don't have a relationship with Him, something says I shouldn't do this. So watch this. After after a few times of seeing what he liked, but he's still not convinced. I got you. Got to be careful because desire will drag you away. Now watch this. You ever seen in a movie when they drag women away and they take him in a dark alley? So he dragged him away. Watch this, you see what he looks like now? I'm dragging him away. He's fighting with everything that he had. Boy, don't make me fall. He's fighting with everything he's got. He, I'm dragging him. you see him, don't you? You see him, and, and, and then you've been dragged away by your, and, and you notice as, we, as I drag more, he easily comes. Shouldn't be able to have him, but he ain't got no defense up here. Y'all see him? And i drag dragged him away. I've dragged him away. I've dragged him away. I've dragged him away. We're away, come here. We're away, we're away, we're away, we're away away, y'all. He's dragged away, y'all ain't seen him for a while. Don't nobody know where Kevin's at. People been asking about him. He's dragged away, he's dragged away. Anybody seen Kevin? Anybody seen Kevin? Because when you're wrong, watch this, when you're wrong, you usually try to get low. Especially from the people that know you, because they're going to know something wrong with you. Right there, sit right there. Sit right there. Okay. And so now, so now, so now he's been dragged away and he's been raped. Because that's what sin does. It rapes you once it drags you away. And come on out, Kevin, because now the Kevin that you remember that was smooth, had his stuff together, was fresh to death. He's, he's... <laughs> he's barely holding on to his stuff. His, his clothes is all just shuffled. He's not what you remember. He does not look like who I took back there, does he? Something has went on. Something has happened. And that's why it drags you away so that it can do whatever to you that it wants to do. And if you'll be truthful and tell the truth and shame the devil, some of you know that you've been dragged away before. And when you got dragged away, you still today ain't who you used to be because of what it done to you. You gotta be careful. You gotta be careful about letting things drag you drag you away. Lord, have mercy. You, you never come back from it. Lord, have mercy. They, 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 they drug me away to prison. And I remember when I, my wife, before she passed away, she said, Stephen, what's wrong with you? I said, they, they took some things. They, they, make you, they make you different when you go to prison. They, make, they, they, they treat you like a dog. They... You understand what I'm saying to you? you they, they, they isolate you, and you, you, you sit in a room, you know, and, and, and you, you're to yourself, and, you, and they just mess with your head every time. You, you, you pull up at the—I at the, went to penitentiary when penitentiary was real, when you seen the, the guards at the gates hanging over the gates with the shotguns at you, saying, I dare you to go over the line. You understand what I'm saying to you? And all of that just messes with it and it takes something from you. It takes something. You're eating food that you can't pronounce because you don't even know what it is, and it takes something from you, and somebody's telling you what time you can get in the shower. It takes something from you and then you get in the shower and you see men with men and it takes something from you and you and this is what sin does it takes you around a carousel of madness that you would have never been on had you had a word for your mind you understand what I'm saying to you and this carousel is just taking you around and it is taking things from you and by the time that you get back to where you were supposed to be you don't fit the destiny that awaits you It's serious. We laugh through this, but serious. I found that Maya takes medicine better with Kool-Aid behind it. So that's the reason for the humor, but baby, believe me, what I'm telling you is serious. Lord, have mercy. Let me say this, I'm very close. Let me say this and I want you to hear me and hear me good. One day without your flesh being crucified, one moment without your flesh being under subjection to the Holy Spirit within you and it can be over and over just like that. (laughs) how many children are running around here not because the parents were in love not because the baby was planned but if we would tell the truth many of us would have to say would have to confess this baby wasn't planned I don't even like the person I made the baby with but because I was in my feelings because I was operating out of my flesh I have a child here and, and, and that doesn't mean that you don't love them. It just means that you're being real about how it all went down. You understand what I'm saying to you? How, how many losses have you taken because you were in your feelings? How many jobs did you lose or left because you were, your pride was in the way and not the spirit of God? But each person is tempted. And when they are dragged away by their own evil desires and enticed, watch this. And then after desire has conceived, it gives birth. To sin and sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. Verse fifteen says that after the desire has conceived, let's make that plain. After desire gets pregnant, all right. when evil desires and a mind that is not guarded—remember, above all else, guard your mind. When when that type of a mind and evil desires get together, desire gets pregnant. All right. Desire gets pregnant. And it's a sad thing that in 80% of most of our lives, we are victims of desire being pregnant. All right. I don't live in the home that I should live in because desire got pregnant. I don't drive the cars maybe that I could have driven because desire got pregnant. My desire had a relationship with my undisciplined mind. And as a consequence, I'm just settling through life. You will never see the me that I was supposed to be. You will never see the greatness that was inside of you because your undisciplined mind and your desires, fleshly evil desires had a baby. And it has cost you just about everything. If you listen today, if you listen today and you decide, ain't gonna be no more untrained, undisciplined minds running around here, then your whole life can shift. Can I just go ahead and tell you, if, if you listen today and you apply what you learned today, you don't have to take another loss. All right. I'm so sick of Christians and their losses. I am so sick of Christians and their mediocre lifestyles because, because they refuse to submit to the one that was able to give them everything that they ever dreamed and desired. I'm so tired, I'm going to go ahead and use that word, of seeing the Christian victim. And you ain't a victim to nobody. Anybody tricked you? I don't care how, I don't care how dope he is. He can't trick you. I don't, I don't care what, they, what it tries to tell you. It cannot trick you because once you know the truth, the truth should stand. The Bible says when, G, when the Holy Spirit comes, it'll lead you into all truth. And, and, and everybody that's saying that they saved is supposed to have the Holy Spirit. Yeah, Jesus said that. You, you, you have the Holy Spirit once you are saved. So, so, so hold on. Now, we understand there's a, there a fire baptism, but we ain't talking. We're saying that you he gives you what you need to stay saved. Yeah. And if the Holy Spirit is going to lead you into all truth, why are we keeping it up at these dead-end roads? If he said that I come to give you life and life more abundantly, why so many of us Christians living in lack Huh? Somebody lying. Either he lying, and he ain't got an abundance for us. God forbid. Or we lying, and we ain't what we say we are. Or who we say we are. Hey, I hear you. The Lord said, and some of you are sitting here saying, I ain't never said I was saved. Well, that makes you worse. Makes you worse. Because you ain't here because you don't believe that there is not a God. So that means that you know that there is a God, you just don't want him. Listen. They're going to keep dying, they're going to keep ODing, you can be at them funerals and crying your heart out, they're going to keep on dying, sure, sure. they're going to keep on killing, you're going to keep on losing if you don't submit to this word. I'm not, See, here's the problem, you know, hey, I hear you, I'm not asking you to submit to me, I'm suggesting that you submit to the word because if you don't submit to the word, all that hell, all that madness, all that foolishness and craziness that you've been going through, you're going to keep on going through it. I promise don't nothing change until a change happens. And I'm not concerned with the fact that you come to church. I'm concerned with the fact that you come to Jesus. We, 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 got, we, got, we, got, we got big buildings with bunches of people in the building. Yeah, yeah. In the building but not in Jesus. That's right. That's right. Exactly. So I want to offer you today, I want to offer you today the opportunity to have a relationship yeah, yeah. with Jesus. And can I tell you, it's true. It's true. He forgives. Oh, he, he forgives. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He's so real about the forgiveness. You ever been forgiven and it hurt? Because yeah. he loves you like he do. I'm talking about man he loves. He loves. You ever been at the end of your rope and, and all of a sudden he steps in and shh it's gonna be okay. Uh-uh. It's gonna be okay. Yeah. I can't take no more. You don't have to go through no more. Yeah. This is bigger than me. You wasn't built to fight it. I'm just about to lose my mind. You ain't gonna lose nothing. Just abide in me some of you right now Satan has tricked you into being ashamed of admitting it but what you wouldn't do for God is to step off in your life and just tell you it's going to be okay it's going to be okay Peter do you love me? yes Lord I love you Feed my sheep. Peter, do you love me? That was the scene. He wasn't sitting over there and Jesus over here and they're eating fish. Stand up, baby. That was the scene. He wasn't over there and Jesus was over there. He was, Jesus, he's, ah, Peter, Peter's just crying. Peter, do you love me? You know I do, Lord. Children. I left you. I left you. I left them hanging. I left you. I've been sitting. I know you said you was going to throw I, I went down to the altar and I said, I love you. And then as soon as I got saved, I was doing it. all am you, I love you. It's okay. It's okay. I don't know what people are going to think. People are going to think when I get They're going to say, I'm just doing that now. it. Don't matter what they think. I love you. If there's anybody in the building. You know we've been good. You know, you know, you know he's been good to you. All I seem to do is hurt me. And as good as he's been to you. You know, you've been everything but saved, everything but saved. And in your heart of hearts, you're sorry, you're sorry, you're sorry. But Satan has been so busy hardening your heart that you don't for real, for real even know if God, if you don't really, you don't really know if you believe that God will forgive you I done had everybody else let me down I done had everybody else betray me I done had everybody else just leave me for dead I ain't got time to try God and he he not want me either I'm so ashamed of where I've been I'm so ashamed of what I'm going through, right. Shh. I love you. I love you. Deliver me. I'm a mother to the motherless. Deliver me. I'm a father to the fatherless. Shh. I don't want to come down there and... I don't want to come down there and mess up. I don't want to come down there and say that I'm giving my life to you or rededicating my life back to you, and then I find myself right back where I was again. I'm not expecting you to change years overnight. But what I am looking for, I'm looking for you to start trying. If there's anybody in the building, hallelujah. If there's anybody in the building, you are tired. Hurt me. Anybody ever get tired like I just I am tired. Hurt me. And today's the day that you want to change this thing around. I don't care. I don't care how long you've been in church. I don't care if you're on my council. I don't care what title you may have. today is the day that you're saying I'm ready to get this thing right with God. I'm done playing. I'm tired of hurting. I'm tired of wondering what I could have been and thinking about what I should have been. I I, I need some peace. If there's anybody in the building today that says I want to give my life to God for real. And that don't mean that we think you're going to walk around talking theeth and thoueth. That don't mean that we think you're going to go without sin automatically, but that means that you're getting ready to come down here and, and you're getting ready to say some things that, it ain't going to be as easy as it used to be. All right. I've got, I've got babies watching me. I've got families that's so messed up that, that if somebody don't step up and walk this walk for real, we're going to all be ruined. Is there anybody in the house today? All right. All right. Hey. Is there anyone in the building today that says I, I want to give my life to Jesus? We offer you the invitation to come on down. I don't. You might have gave your life to Him last week was a hot mess all week long, and but today you feel a conviction. You feel a there's a seriousness in your soul, and today's the day that you want to come down here and get this thing right for good, for good. We offer you the invitation to come on down. Oof. uh don't let that fear... say. no, 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 no. Don't let that fear hold you. Ain't nobody gonna believe me, no way. Don't nobody have to believe you. It ain't about you and them, it's about you and him. If we have anybody in the building today that says, look, look, pastor, uh, I want to rededicate my life to Christ, I want to rededicate my life to Jesus, but, 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 but. But I ain't going to keep on having to rededicate my life after this. After this. Oh, I ain't, I ain't going to keep on being messed up. But you know what? I'm tired. I'm, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And, 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 and as long as as long as God knows that, 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 that I ain't perfect, but Shh. come on down. Come on down. You know I've been calling you. I'm so hurt, but I've been calling. I'm so mad, but I've been calling. I'm so confused, but I've been calling. If there's anybody in the building today that says, I want to rededicate my life to Jesus today, we offer you that invitation. I don't care what title you hold. I don't care what you do in the church. I don't want you to be thinking I can't go down there because if people know I need to rededicate my life, then then maybe pastor won't let me. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. We fall down, but we get back up. If I have anybody in the building today that desires to rededicate their life to Christ, we offer you the invitation to come on down.